This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the spine of night. Uh, I didn't look up the tagline. There might be one. I don't know. No life pro tip this week. Travis is paying us now. So you can go suck off a barn animal. Welcome to Slaughterhouse, Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hot Fucking Lanta, if I recall correctly. And I'm Troy. And this barn swallow is just really not enjoying it. <laughs> barn Hot Fucking swallow. Lanta. It's a big drink. It's also a bird. Of semen. What? Who? It's cool. That's record time for us, fellas. I'm, <laughs> I'm proud or sad. I'm not 100% sure which one. Travis, shut your shit down. <laughs> so they have to flay a barn animal. Yes, that's how that works. Yep. Those are the rules we all know. Okay, one. Rule 196. Travis shut nothing down. He ain't paying enough to shut me down just yet. <laughs> nah, fuck that. You said you ain't paying us yet. And now he's paying us. Yeah, but not enough. <laughs> he works at B-dubs, bro. What do you want? Chris is, Chris is moving those goal posts. Those go goal posts. Yeah. I'm just mm. channeling my inner capitalist. He's paying your ass plenty. Yep. But in all in all sincerity, welcome aboard, yes. Travis. Hi, Travis. Yeah. We appreciate I'll see our you patrons. Days. You call him uh, hot fucking Lanta, and for that, I am eternally grateful. Yes. And make sure he reads his book. Yeah. Although Travis tells me to read my book, but I try well, to tell what him I, I got no damn book. That's Chris's book that he has. Well, you just need to swipe it on your way out, hot fucking Lanta, so that you can read the book at work. I'm going to steal your phone. I would prefer <laughs> that you did. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we watched uh, The Spine of Night, as suggested to us by Gabe. Uh, yes. A new requester, uh, courtesy of Mr. Green. So thank you, Gabe. Yeah, and if you ever hear this, Gabe, thanks. I just said that. Yeah, thanks, family. <laughs> so, Chris, how does this movie film start? Um, From the beginning. It starts right away. With Naked Lady. Going Walking. up a mountain. A cold mountain with snow, and I was like, "Like, how is she not cold?" She could have at least put some shoes on, dog. Yeah, I was yeah. confused. I was like, "I mean, it's animated, so it's not like she actually feels the cold because she's a drawing." But what? It's not Xena. She's Lucy Lawless, or she's the wife in Spartacus, whose name I don't remember. Lucy Lawless. Oh, and this call is her... uh, this is all rotoscoped, so it's like you're like a Ralph Bashke kind of a vibe, a heavy yeah. metal kind of thing. I know yeah. those two words, Ralph and metal. Nope, just heavy and metal. Oh, okay. You don't know Ralph Wiggum, like from a Christmas story. 
or the guy that people call out to in the uh, bar bathrooms. And there was that movie with uh, John Goodman, King Ralph. King Ralph. Yeah, he he did so real well. Movie that was one. made by King Ralph. Correct. Yes, a fictional character played by John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> After the entire royal family gets electrocuted You're in a so picture. You're so fucking Bang-a-bing. funny. All right. No. Mm. All right. Just checking. <laughs> you're just checking, but I'm not. I mean, the first step is admitting, admitting that you're not right. Yeah. We all know that I'm not right. The kids aren't all right. Unfamiliar. Untrue. Really? No, I know what that is. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure you know offspring. I know the offspring. <laughs> Personally or? Yes. Me and Dexter mm. Holland go on lunch dates. You guys do science together? <laughs> yes. We're they, scientists. They both graduated in the same class. <laughs> no, but he's like some kind of like geneticist or something now. Like the dude like does legit science. I didn't graduate from shit. You, I graduated from Slaughterhouse Princess University. Yeah. There you go, Chase University. Those credits not transferable. <laughs> or Chase valid. You. Uh, yeah, everyone should watch NXT on USA and enjoy all the stuff with Chase University. Wrestling. It's fun. It's it's fun. It's dumb, it's stupid, and it's fun. Yeah. I agree. Yep. Then I disagree. To all of those things. <laughs> that that is true. <laughs> so naked ch- naked lady, naked lady walking up a mountain. Um Glavin. Yeah. She walked through like it looks like a fallen civilization. Like yeah. it's like straight out like it's like it's like Mount Gagazet meets Xanarkand. With boobs. What have you been doing lately, Troy? <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm I'm inside sin right now, baby. Oh my. <laughs> uh yeah, Final Fantasy Ten X, whatever you want to call it, is what I've been playing recently. And yes, that is that is why I have Mount Gagazette and Xanarkand on the brain. I just played the Wonderlands. Yep. That's I, like playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's true, but with guns. Gungeons and Dragons. Mm, Gungeons and Dragons. That's stupid. You're stupid. Hurtful but fair. Yeah. So anyway, she's walking through the remains of a fallen civilization until she gets to Skull Mountain. Yeah. Well, she meets up with Guy. Dagoth Ur. Guy Boyman. And his job is to protect the bloom. Yes, which is some, like, blue glowing flower. Which also looked like something from Morrowind. I forget the name of that flower, though. Oh, yeah, like a, a, what is it, a Nern root. The blue glow flower. Yeah, well, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, it's weird. There's a lot of Morrowind energy to this, even though I... Sure, it's not intentional. Yeah. And uh, his job is to protect the bloom. But uh, Lucy Lawless is like, yo, fam, I got a bloom right here. It's all up in everything. You did, at best, poorly at your job. I got your bloom yeah. right here. A coda flower, Chris, is the name of it. Uh, okay. Yep. I can still play that on my Xbox. My original Xbox. OG, son. Yep. Haven't sold that yet. Not yet. 
You'll get there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so she's like, hey, he's like, well, I'm going to have to use this sword that looks like it is maybe a key because there's bits, like, rectangular bits cut out of it. Yeah. And she's like, the well. Style of the time. Yeah. And she's like, do you really want to fight me or do you want to listen to me tell you a story about how I found the bloom off the outside of this mountain? It was like, wait, wait, hold on. What? I'm, I, but I've spent millennia here for yep. the sole purpose of not that. Fuck. Nope. <laughs> and so he sits down and takes a breather while she, while she tells them about how she used to be queen of the swamp people. Yeah. Which turns out, I I was thinking about it, and we've actually... Oh, Jesus. We've watched a lot of movies featuring swamps. Kroll. Yeah. Swamp Thing. Yep. The one about the Vietnam vet guys. Oh, yeah. Not Deliverance, the other one. Uh, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Uh, we watched something like something about alligators. Probably. Not Gator, yeah, well, but... Or Crawl. Crawl's, well, crawl. Solid flick. Crawl didn't have no damn alligators. Crawl had swamps. Crawl had alligators. Yeah. I don't know. I was right both ways. You ain't right about shit. <laughs> and so she flashes back to her wearing like a whole like mantle of these bloom petals. Yeah. When she was the the queen of the swamp. Yeah. Queen Swamp Witch. And she uh throws one in the f- fire while she's hanging out with her swamp folk. Yep. And it makes a crazy blue fire. Well, and, and there's stuff in the fire. Like there's a frog and it turned into Visions. stuff. Yeah. But then rival gang shows up. Led by Joe Mangianello. He's the mongrel. Yes. And they're there for reasons. Mostly to stab people. Yeah, they're there to kill everyone and take the Swamp Witch. Yeah. Back to their garbage city. And their and their high prince. Yeah. And I say garbage city because if I recall, the mongrel says it's like... It's cool because it smells like shit. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey... There was human not, shit in the air. It's not the swamp, but it ain't great. Yeah, and I was like, uh... It, it sell this place real good. Nope. Like, well, he's not a fan. It sucks. It it also sucks. And also, you can smell feces everywhere. I'm like, yeah, yeah maybe the swamp. That seems a little but, cooler. But they paid me money, so. Yeah. And as and as they're going in, some other guys trying to get in. A guy from the Pantheon. He's a scholar. He is a scholar. He's that book reading guy, like Chris. Yeah, yep. well, I mean, you have to keep telling Chris to read a book, though. I don't, you don't usually have to tell scholars to read books. Yeah, it's fair enough. But also, I mean, to be totally transparent, I don't need that yelled at me every three to four minutes. Book! <laughs> either. Oh, so, so now you're John Cena? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm definitely okay. no John Cena. 
Oh, okay. Well, you said you were totally transparent, so. Yeah. No, I'm no John Cena. I exist in physical reality and can be seen by the human eye. Okay. And uh, they let him in because he's there to chronicle the the prince's... Exploits. Yeah. Prince Oswald. Yep. And he, he's got the, the swamp witch in his chambers. Yep. All chained up. And he's going to flog her with a cat of nine tails or similar object. Yep. And and he and like a whip. And you can tell this prince is just like, you can tell he hasn't actually done anything interesting or exciting or important, but he wants his scholar there, this scholar there to record it anyway, because he's, he's bigger in his own mind than he is in reality. Yeah. Topical. No, yeah. At least pre the, at least a couple of years ago. And, uh, the mongrel is like, yeah, before you beat her with that thing, maybe check out this cool blue fire thing she can do. I don't know. It's pretty neat. Yeah, she might have the magics. And he's like, all right, then, do your blue fire thing. And so she does. And she gives him a vision of, I don't know, a bunch of weird shit. Like his skull or something. Like yeah. the flesh burning off his skull. And then she, like, you know, knocks his over. his face on fire. She knocks over the uh, fucking, I don't know, there's a word for it, but I can't think of Brazier. it. Brazier. Yeah. It's a it's a brazier. She knocks it right into his face parts and sets them on fire. And then like the blue fire like clings to his face like blue napalm. Yeah. I don't know a lot, but I know That's that if, true. You, if you've captured a swamp witch, don't lean into the fire, she just turned magic. Yeah. Like don't get your I face mean, by that. You that I know that much. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's not the smartest move, but then again, I don't think that guy is the smartest guy. Bear. So he's uh, on fire. Mongrel throws the scholar and the swamp witch into prison. Prison. Where the swamp witch uh, helps... The scholar, because he uh, he got wounded trying to save her from getting killed. Yeah, and so she heals him because he's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta get out of here because this wound's gonna fester because we're in shitty conditions and we don't have modern science." Yeah, it's you know it's roughly I guess medieval times. Yeah, only with less chicken. True. And she fixes him up. Uh, the prince shows up the next day. And he has, like, hamburger face. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you might have burned my face, but I burned your precious, precious swamp. And she's like, what? And looks out the window, and the whole swamp is on fire. Yeah. Which irritates her slightly. Yeah. So he cackles maniacally, the prince, and runs off. The scholar is like, hey, man, can't you, like magic us the fuck out of here? And she's like, oh yeah, I can't magic us the fuck out of here. Probably should have done that <laughs> yeah, yesterday. earlier. Yeah, so she like breaks the chains and then 
like bust a hole in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And then they escape to the swamp. But they get chased down by the prince and the mongrel on horses. Yeah. A fight ensues. Mm hmm. The prince gets knocked off of his horse into the swamp somehow. Yep. Uh, the swamp witch casts some sort of swamp raising spell. Because the prince's real weakness is he can't stand up from a prone position. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got, you know, his dad is the eunuch king, so that's, you know, <laughs> he's got that going for him. Eunuch. Yep. No, that's and then, the mongrel. Uh, Oh, the mongrel is the... Oh, okay. Because he takes over. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Anyway, yeah, so the um, yeah, so the prince, you know, he probably is like from some interbred bloodline and he can't stand up out of from a prone position very well. Yeah. You know, that's how that works. That's how genetics work. Ask yeah. Dexter Holland. <laughs> exactly. Run that by him next time you guys have a lunch date at the Panera Bread or wherever the fuck you go. <laughs> we interlace fingers. And ask him how he keeps his hair on the top of his head since that hand pulled it off in that one movie. I'm more interested in that noodles guy. And company? What? It's a chain restaurant. Chain? <laughs> noodles Restaurant? Yeah. Hotlander doesn't know what those are. They don't have one in Middletown. That's all he knows is Middletown. <laughs> we have B-dubs and Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not prostitutes in the Speedway, you don't know much about it. <laughs> or chicken in the B-dubs. But whatever you do, don't ask Hot Fucking Lanta about tacos. He doesn't know what tacos are. I'll just say Buffalitos. Yeah, and then text Marcus, and then that's weird. And Marcus gets mad. The whole thing, big time mad, big time. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So they defeat the prince via the power of gravity. Yeah, and then the scholar is like, "Hey, great, we're free, but you know." I'd really like to get a look at that uh, that mantle of bloom flowers that you have there. You seem to be able to do pretty cool things with it. I'd like to learn how to do those things with it. Yep. And uh, so he gives uh, the Swamp Witch the old shanky shank. Yep. And she dies and is absorbed by the swamp. Yeah. It's beautiful. And, Circle of life, baby. And then Dagothar is like, if you died in the swamp, what are you doing here? Yeah, we cut back to that time. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're doing pretty good for a corpse who died somewhere between two and a thousand hundred million years ago. It's unclear. <laughs> it's been at least one day. Yeah, it's it. The timing in this movie is stuff happens somewhere between one and a hundred million years apart from each other. One day and a hundred million years. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, practically. Time's a flat circle. Whoa, man. Just like the Earth. You're blowing my mind. Yeah, the Earth, flat circle. Yes, which no one has ever fallen off of, oddly enough. That happens all the time. They just don't want you to know about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have billions of people on this planet, because they all keep falling off the edge. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Do your own research, Troy. Okay, that's what yeah. I. That's all I ask. Yes, actually, I have. I've been up in a plane and seen the curvature of the Earth. <laughs> hey, look. If I do your own research, I mean, find the one thing that corroborates my opinion and ignore all other things. Oh, okay. There you go. So I'll go to youtube.com slash hot fucking Lanta and watch all those videos. They're mostly just sketchy links, but don't worry about that. It's fine. You all right? Pretty much. Okay. Just checking. (laughs) I was like, he's looking at Chris like he wants to say something. Maybe he was having an existential crisis. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs and pencils crisis. Eggs and pencils. <laughs> oh my! Mm. I've had pencil crises before, but not eggs and pencils. So we uh, we jump smash cut to future times, future past. Yeah, where uh, Dagother is like, "Whoa, whoa, what?" And Lucy Lawless is like, "Hey, don't worry about it. Here's here's part two of the story." Yeah, we're we're yeah. simply a wraparound bit for the uh, narrative, and he's like, "Oh, okay, cool, let's do it." Yeah, like it's not an anthology because it's all one story, but we're gonna tell this bitch in parts. Yeah, and he's all like, "Cool, I get it now." So then we move on to part two. Yeah, which features a lady trying to get into a city. Yeah, oh, you know. some books. Yeah, books and books and books and books. Books on books on books. Nothing? (laughs) Dicks. Uh, Okay. All right. I was very concerned. Speaking of dicks, have we mentioned how large and impressive Chris's dick is? Not today. Or any other day. No, yeah. (laughs) Nor will we in the future. We We have substantially... Described the opposite of that. <laughs> no, I've, I mean, I've, I believe it's quite long and girthy. Yeah. Neither of those things. He's just trying to make up for his past transgressions, <laughs> which I appreciate. Yeah. And now, uh, so the books are being taken to what? The Pantheon. The Pantheon. Which is uh, they're they're like the Brotherhood of Steel, but in the medieval times. Are they, I've never played the Fallout games, so I don't know. I mean, I know I've heard the term Brotherhood of Steel. I didn't realize they were about preserving knowledge. Yeah, that's their whole thing. Is they they want to get all the knowledge from the past. Oh, okay. And get it together, and not give it to anybody who'd be helpful, but just keep it for themselves. Just to have. Yeah. Troy froze up. He sure did, buddy. I'm in so much pain. Why? My tooth. Oh, your face is all not great. I'm gonna go pee. Yeah, it's uh, it's real bad. We might have to call Troy back. Back, it says. It just said the word back. No idea what that was. I mean, I'm trying to hang in there, but my tooth is really bad. 
probably. It was fine until moments ago. Oh, God. <sighs> so Troy is all fucking busted. I don't know, my computer, like my tablet just shut down and then started back up. Cool. So Brother Steel views it for information for their own selves. That's where I heard last. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a guy with the creepy, like, finger-extending wood things. This is book tongs. Yeah, he got them <laughs> book tongs for book reading. <laughs> And he's all about like gathering inf- uh, gathering knowledge for the pantheon and making sure and, and making sure that the pantheon has food, even though the rest of the city is starving. Yeah, because they have to be able to maintain so they can keep the knowledge. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if there's no one else there; everyone else is dead. Who could benefit from the knowledge? We gotta maintain the knowledge. Yeah, the knowledge isn't for benefit. The knowledge is for having. Yeah. Not for so you. What, what else would you do with knowledge other than just possess it? Yeah. And uh turns out, funny story. Mm-hmm. Rem- remember that guy in the swamp? What killed the swamp witch and stole her uh fucking flower vest? Yeah, the Pantheon guy. Yeah, turns out he's been locked in the basement with the flower vest, being all crazy as fuck for the last hundred years. Yeah, and they use him like as an oracle. Yeah. And uh, the lady from earlier brought back some crazy book full of uh, eldritch rituals of some sort. Yeah, and a weird script that no one can read. Except for the guy in the basement. Bum, bum, bum. And he's all like, cool, cool, cool. I dig this. I'm going to give you chewed up flower gross. It was gross. It was like a flower bezoar. Yeah. You take this. You turn it into a smoke monster. And get me some blood. Yeah. Lots and, of blood. And then we'll, it'll start a baby-sized revolution. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take the blood, and I'll go to my blood cocoon, and I will open my third eye, which, oddly enough, lives in my chest. Yeah, you know, so I guess you could use, like, those chest spreaders to probably open your third eye. Yeah. Prying open my third eye. So he turns into a Tool album cover. Yep. Um, Although, and who are they rebelling against, Chris? Who? The Eunuch King. Oh, yeah, the Eunuch King, which is the mongrel. He ain't got no parts. Which turns out, funny story, hard to have a lineage when you're a eunuch. Yeah. Shockingly. It's almost like he ain't got no parts. Yeah. No parts allowed. Well, I mean, probably has a dick still, but they they cut off his balls. His parts don't work so good no more. No balls allowed. And, uh, so he turns into a Tool album. Yep. He gives the, the Grand Inquisitor powers. Yes. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor uses his powers with 
you know, reckless abandon, I suppose. Yeah, he likes to slice people open with like force cut force beams coming from his book tongs. Yeah. And he he you know, friend or foe, doesn't matter. Everybody gets force tonged. Yeah. I like that part where he cut that man's head in three different places. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this so it's animated but very gory, this movie. Yeah, when they go for it, they go for it. It was lots of blood and guts. Yeah, and lots of dicks, lots of dicks, some boobs. Yeah, no, we definitely like our dick to boob ratio probably improved. It was almost like a 50 50 ratio on this one. It was more than 50 50. There was mad fucking dicks, son. A lot of pee. Yeah, Yeah. everybody was hanging dong. No, is yes, no dong is just dong, dong is (laughs) dong (laughs) is. Look at Chris's dongus. <laughs> That's how he connects to his Bluetooth. Yeah. I figure you gotta squeeze the glands real hard for like two seconds to get it to turn on. Give me them glands. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see Chris's glands. I have to every day. His glands or his glands? Both. Yeah. Well, okay, one, yes, two, no, you choose the second one. You send me pictures every morning. A picture. (laughs) You continue to look at it. That's on you. You know it's coming. Ew. (laughs) I mean, you know it's going to arrive. Ew. Oh, my. Oh, my. I have arrived. (laughs) So, um, anyway, full full of power... The Grand Inquisitor attacks um, the lady what found that magic book that's caused all these problems. Yeah. The Eldritch Text. I'm too yeah. drunk to say words. The Eldritch Text? That's never happened. I usually enunciate very clearly and concisely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, hey, listeners, we'll find out if Chris pukes after this episode. No, we haven't drank an entire fucking 750 of fucking whiskey tonight, so. <laughs> we put away 12-pack, though, and a shot. I'm not going to lie. A shot of Kraken's enough to make me want to throw up. Kraken is vile. <laughs> it is so bad. I have it on good authority that some of our listeners do enjoy Kraken. Like, straight up? I don't know. Well, I mean, one of them said that they like Kraken. That's Man. all I know. That ain't right. Yeah. I won't out them. Well, listener, you're a coward. Out yourself. <laughs> Just say it's not my place. It, if you want to stay in the cracking closet, that's fine with me. It's not bad in things, but by itself, it's not great. I've never had it, so I cannot comment. It's rough. It's it's real rough. Yeah, have you ever had a spiced rum and we're like, man, if only this was way blacker for some reason. No, I I'm trying to think the last time I had spiced rum. Um, like an hour yeah, ago. Yeah, like ninety minutes ago. Yeah, no, it's been it's been years for me, maybe decades. I would rather drink more Captain Morgan's. Anything yeah. mezcal. <laughs> I think you guys are just harsh and too hard on mezcal. No, that shit's vile, bro. Yeah, you could encourage Chris to take shots of it with you back in the day. 
I did one time and I learned my lesson. We haven't drank it since. Several. A couple times. Several yeah. times, yeah. <laughs> since the last time. Okay. The thing about doing a thing for almost a decade is that stuff happens more than once sometimes. <laughs> like, I'll talk about how I saw that license plate that said Max Power in the parking lot multiple times on the podcast. This is at least the fourth time. That's the third. <laughs> I'd rather hear all about Max Power 12 hours a day than have to drink Mezcal. Mm. Max Mezcal. So anyway, uh, the Inquisitor Book Tongs attacks the uh, the lady what brought him the Eldritch text. Yeah, but uh, as he's attacking down in the basement, Vivek wakes back up. Yep. And, and uh, the Eye of fucking truth, I suppose. I don't know what the fuck the name of it is. Opens up in the sky and causes the Inquisitor to catch on fire. And he's all like, oh, well, if it was fuck. Doom Patrol, that would be known. If it was Doom Patrol, that would be the Great Unmaker. I'm aptly named, I guess. Yeah. And he, uh, he catches on fire and falls off the giant building they're on, which is like their, I don't know, monastery library thing. Yeah, their religious library. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he just burns on the way down. It's pretty metal. Yeah. And uh, but now it's like Denethor. Is, now it's a is flaming the Denethor of Vivek. Yep. And, and we, he uh, bursts. He bursts his chains. Yeah. And now he's in charge because he's chock full of flower knowledge. Uh-huh. Would you say flower power? Absolutely not. Say it, coward. My cowardice is not up for debate. Because I'm a coward. Coward. You figured out my one weakness. It's that I'm weak. When somebody says, go fuck yourself, you say, fuck me yourself, you coward. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't typically. I just do it. I have like once or twice. What? Fuck people or go fuck yourself? Both. Yeah. I. I was like, when you said that to people, Hotlanta, did you, did you then get fucked? Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Hot Fucking Lanta. Of course you did, because you're Hot Fucking Lanta. I didn't like it. Yeah, this is mm. his new Forb. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till it becomes Ultima Hot Lanta. Yeah, that'll be his final <laughs> evolution. He, we, we leveled him up, and he turned into Hot Fucking Lanta. Yeah. Then it'll be Ultima Atlanta, then Emerald Atlanta, and Ruby Atlanta. And then Omega Atlanta. <laughs> so, uh, we're at part three. Of the, the reign of Vivek. Yes. The necromancer god king himself. Yeah. And, uh, he's got himself, um... But Troy, you know the words. Oh, he's got himself a palaquin slash ziggurat that he has a bunch of naked people carry him around on. Yeah. As he's, you know, uh, taking over territories. Yeah. But how do you set that down? Because if you need, like, people, like, wall to wall underneath it to hold it up, like, you can't just set it, have them all go out to the sides to set it down because it'll... Just get squashed. They were just under it the whole time. They oh they they just like compact down to like flat and then like they they flat pack themselves. Yeah. 
That's a, I don't know. That's what the movie said anyway. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I think like, how do you how do you lift that thing up if you have to have enough people underneath the, the entire underside surface of it with people to hold it up? And uh this this particular part not super eventful. Yeah. I mean, they take over a place. Yeah, like they burn a village. Then they like have a celebration. A guy tries to like shoot him with a bow and arrow and slices off one of the the uh, leaves of the bloom off of his mantle. And then they just light him up with crossbows. Yeah. And and then this there's like two people that survived a couple. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if they were actually a couple or they became a couple because they were the only two left. Might as well. They were spooching. Yeah, I mean, if you can't love the one you, if you know, can't love the one you're with, or you can't love the ones you love, love the one you're with, whatever that's, the fuck that. That's real close. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> if you can't be with the one you yeah. love, honey, love, love the, the one, one you're with. with. Yeah. Why do I know that? What am I fucking sixty-seven? What the fuck is wrong with me? Yes, you're an old man. Yeah, old I mean, man. emotionally, yes, you are, Chris. Emotionally, I'm sixty-seven, but physically, I'm fifty-three. Physically, you're 82. <laughs> Spiritually, I died years ago. That explains the yeah. painful urination. Yes. That's the clap. Like that song? I've got the clap, and I've given yeah. it to you. Am I supposed to be editing now? I don't know what happened. You can't just clap in the middle of this. It fucks me all up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Chris has the clap, and um, but but I mean, yeah, when you have the clap and a penis that large, it kind of offset each other. It's fine. Um, Let's pain. make it better that it's complimentary, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> that's the point, Chris. <laughs> just making sure we're on the same page. That's all. Oh no, I'm trying to make, I was trying to make it uncomfortable. It's fine. <laughs> You're doing that. Well done, <laughs> sir. Continue. Yay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so they they have a little campfire and they decide to do the pedal because they got nothing better to do than pedal drugs. Yeah, but it just nothing really happens. They just die anyway. I mean, they kind of like they make a blue fire. They make a blue fire, maybe like see the stars form some historical patterns or something. I don't know. And they get murdered. Yeah, not the most interesting uh, segment. Yeah. And then uh at this point we jump back to the wraparound. Yeah. Where now Lucy Lawless and uh Dig Author. They're just kinda laying there. Yeah. And he's all and he, he recounts Lucy Lawless is like, Tell me about how the bloom got here and he's all like, Okay, I'll do it in silhouette and confusing metaphors. Yeah, so there was a dude's skull that flew out into space and formed a planet. Like you do. And then on the planet, there was gods. Uh-huh. And then the gods had kids. Yeah. And their wishes came true, too. Like they do. One of the kids uh, dreamed up humans. And then the humans started killing the godchildren, like yeah. humans do. And... Inside one, the last final god child was the bloom, and that skull that is Skull Mountain is actually the skull of that god child. Yeah, and the he he the 
the Degather is the guy what killed the last godchild. No, he's not. Oh, that's what he I thought not. happened. No, the guy who killed the last godchild uh, ate some of the bloom and like realized that, and it like fucked him up to the point where he was like, "Well, if humanity gets a hold of this, they're all gonna get fucked up too. So I'm gonna protect this from humanity for their own good." And so he became the first guardian. Oh, right. And then eventually, a new, like every you know couple thousand years or so, a, a new person shows up and kills the old guardian eats the bloom and says, whoa, fuck this. Humanity is not ready for this shit. And then guards the bloom from humanity again. Right. Which is until. Yeah. Until they got. Yeah. Until they got there shows up and he accidentally blows a spore out into the world and then tries the bloom and decides to become the guardian. So he's actually the one responsible for the bloom being out in the world. Yeah. And. Lucy Lawless is like, eh, it's all right, buddy. We all make mistakes. Yeah, shit happens. I mean, we don't typically destroy all of humanity while we do it, but, you know, whatever. Sometimes you gotta. Yeah, Uh, sometimes uh, humanity does deserve to be destroyed. And now we're, uh, we're the next seed. Yeah, like many years in the future, probably. Yeah, because there's airships what spit fire out. Yeah, and um, scholar dude from the first vignette or from the first vignette is now like some kind of like necromancer god king that they just he's got like bloom in like pillars around him and they're feeding him blood like into his blood pool and the only the world the humanity's only hope are three people who wear fucking base jumping suits. Yeah, they're base jumping plague doctors. Yeah. And they one of them come up with one of them voiced by the like the thin squirrely girl from uh, Orange is the New Black. I don't know if anybody watched that, but Yes. Yeah, the the kitchen girl who was kind of like always kind of like she's really skinny and kind of twitchy. Yeah. Was okay. friends Yeah, friends with the one who didn't ever talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's the the one at the end. Oh, the last one? Yeah. Hmm. And uh, they come up with a plan. Their plan is to use their sick-ass wingsuits mm-hmm. to steal the f- napalm airships. Yep. T- uh, question mark profit. Well, to fly it back to... They basically ride it back to wherever it comes from. Yeah. So they can then attack whoever is leading the... Uh, the battle from there, yeah, which happens because, to be the the the, the scholar. Yeah, because he's been doing this for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. So they uh, their plan succeeds. They board said airship. Yep. Um, it's very like Final Fantasy, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole plot. We'll just ride this airship into sin. It'll be fine. It's totally a legitimate plan. Yeah. We'll kill a god. It'll be great. Sometimes you gotta kill a god when you're early 20s. Yeah, I mean, if you, you have a protagonist with who has no memory, you have a, a brunette female love interest, uh-huh. and then and you kill god. Yeah. It's, Tale it's a, it, as tales old as time. time. Yeah. So they board the airship. 
Uh, everybody kind of gets split up. Yep. They get back to the headquarters. Yeah, one there's them, a... One of them gets out. Yeah, one of them flies out because she's going to go, like, take out the sentries so that they're not alerted to the any weirdness. Yeah. One guy goes down to the engine slash forge. Yeah, the forge engine. Which just has, like, a fucking, like, vat of molten metal. You know, for power reasons. Yeah. And then you have to fight the guy with the big hammer who runs the forge engine, Sid. Yeah, Sid's down there, obviously. Yeah. And then, uh, and they leave uh, Sparrowhawk or whatever the fuck her name is to uh, to run the ship using the steering sphere. Yeah, you know, like you do. Uh, and the the former pilot wakes up after being knocked out and tries to and fights her for control. Yeah, the uh, the one taking out the sentries gets taken out. Yeah, but in fairness. The person who took her out gets run over by the airship. Yeah, he does get, uh, yeah, he gets uh, his comeuppance. Yeah. Uh, there's the Cummins. His tuppence for paper and string. His Cummins. Is it a diesel engine? Jim Cummins? Cummins? Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Who? Blood and Honey. That's my second favorite Mastodon song. What's the first? Sleeping Giant? Yeah. It's fair. Uh, Forge, in the Forge, uh, there's a fight between one of the Silverhawks <laughs> and the Forge Master, yep. Sid. Uh, they yep. both just get sloshed with molten metal because of the yaw controls all fucked up on the airship. Yep. And yep, yeah, and they melt because hot flaming metal. Yeah, does does that to flesh? Hot flaming lanta. Uh, <laughs> the airship crashes into the cathedral thing where the scholars of Vec lives. Yeah, and Sparrowhawk like manages to escape as the ship crashes, so that she does not get crushed. Yeah. It, she gets the drop on the scholar and hacks him in the spine, but he just is fine because you know yeah. God King shit. Yeah, you have to hit him with a hammer and then stab him with a dagger. I don't know if stab with yeah, hit him with the hammer, stab him with the dagger. Yeah, actually, that's how you kill Dagothur, not Fivik. Yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah, and uh, he he doesn't die. He's just kind of like the fuck. Uh, she gives a little speech about, you know, fucking subjugation of her people and all that. Freedom! Yeah, he's all like, cool, and then kills her. Yep. Is it, yeah, yeah, have you ever thought about this, though? Dead. <laughs> um, He sees off in the distance a flash on Skull Mountain. Right. And uh, but, up, up there... But how does Lucy Laws get resurrected? Uh, somehow the Bloom woke her up after the Smashies. Okay. Yeah, okay, the Bloom. Okay, so the Bloom just said, hey, we need you, so you're going to come back to life now. Have a nice day. Yeah, when the airship blows up before he resurrects all the way, the Bloom's like, we need you to be the new Guardian. 
Yeah. So go climb a mountain. Well, she's already up there. Or no, not yet. No, not yet. She has to yeah. climb. She resurrected and has to climb the mountain. Yeah, she resurrects and then climbs the mountain. But then Vivek comes back and he's all like, stop on that mountain, though. Yep. And so she, like, fires off, like, a blue blast to attract his attention. Causing him to, like, climb the mountain for the final confrontation. Final confrontation. And, uh, yeah, and so he he climbs the mountain with his army. She is there with the Guardian. Well, the, the Guardian is no more. She oh, he, uh, thanks he him for his service. Yeah. And steals and it, it his wishes power. Him the, she wishes him the best on his future endeavors. She gave him a smooch on the forehead. Yeah. Yeah, she thanked him for his sacrifice, which was weird because she just kind of took it from him. He, well, he sacrificed a lot of time protecting the bloom from humanity. I or humanity from the bloom, really. Yeah. And uh, so now she's the guardian. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, hey, I'm the guardian now. What are you going to do? And Vivek's like, I don't know. I guess I'll have my boys fill you full of crossbow bolts. Yep. And she says, yeah, but, you know, it's a body. I can, I've had them before. Yeah. And so then he comes up and is this when he slices her head off? Uh, well, well, they fill it full of crossbow bolts and then she resurrects the fucking army. Yeah. And then he, uh, he hacks her and that's when her skull turns into the planet. Flies off into space and presumably becomes a new planet and starts yeah. the whole cycle again. Yeah. And, uh... It's the circle of life. Her corpse army gets a hold of him. Him being the scholar. Vivek. Yeah. And, uh, they hack him up and she... Well, first she... They hack him in half. They bis- they vivisect him. And she squishes his heart. Oh, yeah. And that's what causes her to turn to nothingness, and her skull flies out into space. Yeah. And then spores come down, and presumably the process begins anew. Just like the Lion King, Circle of Life and all that. Yeah, Yeah, remember that time when Simba's skull went flying off into the new Lion King? Yeah. Remember (laughs) that song That was in Lion King 4. The Relion King. <laughs> and then it stops. Yeah, that's the end. Yeah, it doesn't really have an ending, like, on purpose. Not like some movies we watch that don't have an ending because they ran out of money. You know, this one's just kind of like, well, you know, obviously it's going to start again, and we're not going to show you this whole fucking movie all over again. You know, that would be pretty funny if it just started from the beginning again. I, <laughs> I would have signed off on that. I would have like, nah, that's good. That's stupid, but I love it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. So hot fucking Lana. Ah! What do you think about this film? Hmm. This film. Yes. Movie film. It has good points and it's bad points. Are you going to tell us what either of those are? Bad points. Mm-hmm. The animation, it was weird. It's like the movie was made in 1983, but it was made in 2021. 
it looked good, but I felt like everything moved kind of slow. Right? Some of the action sequences looked a little weird. Right. So that was kind of off-putting. Uh, the story was kind of confusing to follow sometimes. Because you don't know if it's five minutes or a thousand eons ago. But. It was fucking brutal. Like, straight up brutal. The The way the people got killed and everything, the animation on the kills was great. When that guy got his head lopped into three different pieces, great. Uh, guts ripped out with an axe, great. A, a number of bisections. Lots of bisections. Yeah. Um, it's a very was, bisectional movie. It was super brutal. So I I have to go with I liked it. I really did. It was just, it was brutal enough that I couldn't not like it. If you're into like animated fantasy kind of horror adjacent stuff, I would watch this if you haven't. It's very interesting. It's more interesting than good, right? But yeah, alarmingly brutal. Uh, the Spine of the Night or whatever that we watched. Yeah, watch that. If you want to see something animated and brutal. If you're like, I want to watch heavy metal, but with guts. I'd watch this. Guts on guts on guts on guts. Yes, guts on guts on guts on dicks. A lot of dicks. A lot. And some, some boobs. boobs. A lot of dicks. Mostly dicks. Yeah, it's yeah, good though. Watch it. Gotta Watch keep, the hell out of it. Gotta keep the ratio good. Christabel. I dug it. I don't know. I guess my main caveat to this film would be I think it's worth watching, but your mileage may vary if you're not familiar with the style that it's clearly an homage to like if you're a, a younger person you might not be familiar with the weird rotoscope thing that they're doing gee golly williker sir could you tell me more about that what rotoscoping i don't, I don't know if i can know i was like that was my young person impression <laughs> oh that's how you can tell you're old i guess yeah back in my day I could, I can 100% see somebody turning this on and being like, what the fuck is going on with this animation? But for me, it's it's got strong, like I said earlier, it's got strong, like, bashki, heavy metal vibes. Like, it's a real late 70s, early 80s. Some fire and ice shit. Yeah, definitely strong fire and ice fucking vibes, like, for fucking sure. <laughs> that <laughs> finally came to me I was like why does this remind me of something what is it like two days later oh yeah fire and ice yeah I I think it's worth watching just because it you don't see stuff like this anymore the weird pulpy rotoscope thing that it's doing the story is it's interesting enough like it's not it, it's some pretty basic fantasy shit. Like, there's nothing 
earth-shattering about what it's doing, but I, I just dig the aesthetic of it. And again, the caveat being, I can't honestly tell if I'm just... If this is just tickling my nostalgia, or if this is good. But I say it's worth giving it a shot. I I know it's on Shudder. It is. It's a Shudder exclusive. Is it? Or original. Shudder original, Shudder exclusive, one of the two. Or both. So if you got Shudder, you're not going to be out anything on it. I mean, you've already got it. I say give it a go. Thanks to uh, Gabe for throwing this our way. Probably never would have yeah. even known this existed otherwise. Definitely. But yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely brutal. It's interesting just because this isn't something people do anymore. Like rotoscoping, it 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 it's neat the the way they do it. I like it. I don't know. Give it a go. What do you think, Troy? I liked it. Um, it's definitely got like some like strong like Conan the like 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 Howard Conan the Barbarian uh, vibes to it. You know, not so much the movies, but I'm talking like the the books and the stories. Uh, so if you combined like Conan the Barbarian, Heavy Metal, Fire and Ice, and like the Hobbit movie, I feel like you kind of get this. Um, like every the faces in this movie are all fucked. Like they're all just weird, ugly faces, which is fine. I just it's just it's yeah. I love the aesthetic of this so much. Because uh, it again, like it hits me right in the nostalgia bone, um, and yeah, the story is not great, but it's at least interesting. Uh, I like a good necromancer god king. Uh, I like also up and coming to people like that as well. So I was all I was a hundred percent for this. I think people should watch it. It's fun. I, I, like, and I mean, I've kind of fallen out of love with animation over the years, but this kind of hit me right where it needed to so i i enjoyed it thoroughly so uh what are we watching next week chris we are watching neon maniacs as suggested by our patron christian leblanc long time friend christian leblanc yeah master of the mudai i don't know what this is about so hot Lanta, if other people wanted, or sorry, so hot fucking Lanta, if uh, people wanted to suggest us other animated movies, how would they do so? We're going to make this brief. Um, you can find us on the Slaughterhouse Facebook because we're princess. You can go to slaughterhouseprincess.com, find out all kinds of crap, like where we're at, Chris Facts, movies we've watched, uh, all kinds of crap. I listen to us on Spotify because I'm a narcissist and I like to listen to my own work. Uh, YouTube. Uh, iTunes? Yeah. Woof. Yeah, woof. Yeah, bark at your Alexis. Say Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast. I think. That probably yeah, I'll try that when I get home. I don't know if that works or not. You might just say on tune in at the end of it. Bah. Um, you can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can head over to Discord, Patreon, and Store. Slash slaughterhouseprincess.com? Nope. 
Oh, I bossed it last week, too. Dot SluggersPrincess.com. That's what I was going to say, but that sounded wrong. Just slash dot it. It's fine. Yeah, slash dot. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. You know where we are. Spotify. Yeah, so come back next time for Neon Maniacs. And whether podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. I mean, we don't typically have good outro things going.